everybody, and welcome to Telgate Talks. This is week 102, and you are listening to the NC State Preview, episode 148. Uh, we are excited to uh, talk about this game. If you missed it, earlier this week, we dropped our Houston recap episode. We had our friend Andy on from Pod Slamma Jamma to discuss that game. Uh, so if you want to listen to that, be sure you are following us on Apple and Spotify, giving us that five-star rating, five stars for the tailgate, and also leaving us a nice little review if you listen to us on Apple. You can also follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. Uh, also follow our YouTube channel. We'll, we will be posting interviews like we had with Pod Slam and Jamma. Uh, we'll be posting our tailgate crashing recaps and also some clips from each week's show. So if you can't catch the full episodes, you can catch little bite-sized bits of it there. And you can also email us. Email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com if you got any comments, questions, or if you got a tailgate that you want to offer up for us to crash at one of these games. We have been out and about each week so far crashing tailgates. We had a really good time uh, crashing tailgates last Saturday. So if you want to get involved, there is plenty of room to do so. So make sure you uh, message us on social media or email us once again. That's tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. If you want to get in on the fun, we'll come out, hang out, try some of your food, drink some beers together, ask you a couple questions. Uh, it's been a really good time for us so far. So with all of that said, let's go ahead and get into our North Carolina State preview. We're going to start this thing off right. All right, Dustin, our uh, best case scenario that we had laid out for Texas Tech is so far happening. You're starting off the season 2-0, a big win over Houston, and now you are set to face off uh, on your first road game of the Joey McGuire era as you take on number 16, NC State, uh, on the road. So what are your initial thoughts on this first road game for Joey McGuire and this Texas Tech football team? Yeah, obviously we're feeling good after, you know, getting out of that crazy Houston game with a victory. Like I said, in our recap, I felt like we should have won by 20-plus. If you look at the stat sheet, right. we win everything in the stat sheet by a lot. Like, it's not even a close game on the stat sheet. But obviously, three touchdowns, you throw a pick in the end zone, and then you give them a pick six. Like, before you gave 14 points away. So, I think if we can cut out the self-inflicted turnovers right. – like penalties aren't a problem this year so far, which is a great problem to have. It's the self-inflicted turnovers on, you know, getting sacked and having a third and long, second long, or just a lazy pass to the end zone to you, the tallest receiver in the country, <laughs> tallest tight end right. out there. Like if that ball is a little further in and up, he's the only one that can get it, or it's incomplete. So just some laziness. I mean, I guess bad reads or lazy lazy passes, but. Donovan, man, I think he kind of proved he's a baller is what it is. I mean, yeah. He might not always have the best plays or the best passes, but in the end he kept his cool and he's a baller. So bringing that kind of attitude on the road to a big-time ACC opponent, ranked top 20 
Um, and they're looking for a big game, big win here because they have a tough ACC schedule. We're going to be a good yep. power five win for them. And they're trying to win 10, 10 plus games this year. So, and they're looking solid, but I don't think they've come out of this gate as hot as they wanted to um, this season. They've played two kind of easy yeah. games, but East Carolina gave them a tough game early in the se- first game of the season. Um, I mentioned it in our recap like a month or two ago, like quarterback Devin Leary coming back. He's a all-conference type player. I mean, like 4,300 yards and 35-5 and five last year. Amazing player. He's having – Good season so far, doing what he's supposed to. Same with their running back, Demi Sumo. Um, but besides those two guys, like nothing jumps off the stat sheet at me. Um, yeah, with two cupcake kind of games, and like no, no shot shade to East Carolina, they played great. But like their receivers, like pretty poor stats, like six for some like 70 yards is their leading yeah, receiver. Their leading receiver has 72 yards, yeah, uh, on the season so far, and it's like. Pretty small group there. Running back, Demi's the only one doing anything. Small group there. And same for the defense that, you know, when I previewed this, that was supposed to be their strong suit was the defense was returning eight guys and then a lot of hurt guys. Um, They only have one sack from a defensive back. Unless that's the one pick on the season. Like, outside of him, it's kind of like, huh? They don't have like, I mean, I guess they're doing okay, but maybe that's where they're struggling more than they thought. I don't know. Um, So they're – maybe not as high as we thought they would be coming into this game. Um, and maybe we're a little better. I don't know quite yet. Um, I don't think their defensive lines can give us as much trouble as uh, I'm not going to say his name from Houston, but their yeah. D line and their D- defensive end um, that wrecked us for a lot. So maybe we have a better chance in this one because of that, that line play. Uh, yeah. Well. I'm excited for this. I think we're going to have a better, understanding of what this team is after this game um i I think we have a clearer understanding after the houston game you had to kind of fight through fire to to win that game and you were able to do so going on the road a night game they're gonna black out they're wearing uh all blacks nc state is so uh i think you wear all black when you know it's a big game so um you know so i I'm excited for it. I, you know, I hope we can show up and, and hang with them. I definitely feel better about this game than I did before the season. Kind of like you talked about, uh, you know, they struggled versus ECU. Honestly, should have lost to ECU if their kicker makes two kicks. <laughs> uh, NC State's probably one and one right now, and then they bounce back w- against the easy opponent last week. So, uh, I think I definitely feel like we can hang in in this game, and uh, you know, wouldn't shock me if we're able to pull off, you know, an upset there, but. You know, I definitely expect us to be in and compete in this game now. And I think Donovan showed uh, he has a lot of experience under his belt now. He started in Big 12 games on the road. He started in big games against ranked opponents. He's won a bowl game. And so this is nothing different for him. Uh, And so I I expect us to go out there and compete. Like we say, we're the, the brand, the hardest fighting team. And and we're going to, you know, fight on Saturday night. And so I fully expect that. So uh, kind of moving along here, you, you touched the base on a lot of things yeah, that I wanted to point out. So we'll just kind of go stuff. review them. The offensive line, like we've talked mm-hmm. about, did kind of struggle against Houston. They allowed five sacks. Uh, we let that one go- dude who we won't name nope. kind of destroy us. But coming in this one, as Dustin mentioned, NC State only has one sack so far this season. 
uh, and they've gone up against, you know, some lesser opponents. And so, yeah. uh, Dustin, how are you feeling about our offensive front, knowing that NC State really hasn't been able to uh, get to the quarterback so far this season? Yeah, it should be a lot more doable, if that makes any sense, for our O-line and kind of play calling. I think some of our play calling against Houston being really quick and to the outside yes. and whatnot was dictated by that. So maybe we can manage that better and maybe a better run game. I know Taj Brooks still had a good game, but no one else could get going. Um, so maybe it's a little more doable this time. Um, I know Weston Wright's probably going to be out. If he's out there, it's a miracle, but I doubt they try to force him out there uh, with that high ankle sprain on 300 plus pounds, you know? So we yeah. got some guys who can fill in and, and make that work. So I think it's more doable than it was against Houston who had some good athletes, some bigger dudes. And like, we couldn't, push them they couldn't push us either um on that side so it's kind of a stalemate on the defensive lines for that so i'm a little more optimistic going into this game yeah i don't think that nc state's defensive front stacks up with what houston was able to provide i mean they have a guy who's going to be all conference no doubt i don't know if nc state has any of those types of guys up on that front right now and so I think we'll be able to hold up there, but it wouldn't shock me if we're doing some very similar stuff on offense. Cause that was, you know, it actually was kind of working was getting the ball yeah. out a lot of like, in little running back passes. We, uh, the little running back, uh, what's what's your favorite running back pass play? The Joe the, Mixon uh, play. The Joe Mixon. It's literally yeah, just the <laughs> screen or not even a screen, like a little flare swing pass to, to them. Yeah. Joe Mixon made a killing off of it with Baker Mayfield at Oklahoma. And I mean, it was working well, you saw for a us. lot of quick, yeah, you saw a lot of quick passes to Miles Price, Nehemiah Martinez. Both your running backs were very productive in those situations. Xavier White was produ- productive. Uh, and really with your outside receivers, it was kind of those looks about eight yards down the field. Yeah. Like anytime he had to, you know, drop back and try to throw it far, we, it didn't really work either because Donovan wasn't accurate or he had too much pressure and wasn't able to get the ball out. So, yeah. Um, I'm kind of on that. Go ahead. I know I I kind of was harping on it during the game, but like we were very horizontal in this Houston game. I felt like, whereas Murray State, we were vertical. I liked that a lot. Yeah, it, you might be right in that we're going to have to be very horizontal in this game again because from what I was hearing, some preview stuff that their defense and defensive coordinator likes to stack the middle of the field, pack the middle of the field, and make you use the outside. And so, yeah, we're going to have to use to go deep. We're going to have to use you know that size of Lowick and Bradley um, out there. And if we can try to get it to our big tight ends, I don't think we've used them in the passing game enough yeah. this year. Uh, I know it's really early to say that, but I feel like maybe there's just a lot of options and that's part of the case, you know, but I th- think we're gonna need a lot of Joe Mixon routes and stuff like that. But if yeah. you look at some of the bigger plays we had though, it wasn't deep shots over the middle. It was a little, you know, eight, 10, 12 yard over the middle and let the guy break one. And yeah. I still think we need that yeah. to either Nehemiah or Miles yeah. or our big dudes like Cup and, and Mason. Like we still need to try to hit that middle of the field, even in like that mid mid range, like 10 yard mark, you know? Yeah. Get it to your players and let them kind of do the rest. I think that's kind of what was our motto in that Houston game is, sure. Hey, if we can get our guys, the ball in space, let them going and get us those extra yards. I think you're going to need that uh, this week, but you're also going to need to try to go vertical at points and keep that defense on their toes. So 
Uh, I kind of, you know, we did take some shots in the Houston game. It just didn't work out, but I fully expect us to try to take some shots there just to keep that defense guessing, um, but then take advantage of those uh, underneath routes and, and getting it to Miles Price and letting him break off, you know, a 10, 15 yard gain just because he's that type of guy. Uh, so back to Donovan, he, you know, big 12 player of the week against Houston. Uh, this will be his first road test of this season. So uh, after he kind of, uh, carried you, made some crazy plays to help you win that game. How are you feeling about him and this first road uh, road performance for him this season? Yeah, you kind of mentioned all the stuff he's been through. He's hasn't. If you look at the games, he's not played a lot, but he's played in a lot of different situations and been put in a lot of spots. And he's become overcome a lot of adversity. I'd say, like even that Houston game was a lot yeah. of adversity, going from a really good first half to a really bad second half, <laughs> and then to come back and overcome that and win yeah, it keep fighting. it cool yeah. even when a trainer was trying to fire him up and get something out of it you know that's a lot of adversity and that says a lot about that young man and so i feel really good going with him about this and like i kind of mentioned like it's just the self-inflicted stuff i know like the pick six was a quick screener out where you're kind of not even reading the play it's a snap and throw and they just happen to smother it so good that we he didn't even have a chance to th- hold it back, so we can tighten some things up, and maybe even get a better running game going. I think that'll really really help us. Um, and yeah, I don't know, I'm really optimistic about him in in, in this game. Yeah, to me, he just looks like he's having fun. Yeah, like that. Like he could get really down on himself after some of those picks, but he just kind of carries himself like he's having the time of his life playing this game. Like even when he ran into that, you know, assistant over there who who checked him, it, you know, you kind of watch the play and he's just kind of laughing at the dude. Um, and I think the commentator made at a time is like, these guys are just having fun playing football. And I think that's the kind of a way he carries himself. Yeah. He doesn't get too down. He doesn't get too high either. He just has fun out there and he's able to make plays like he's able to do it with his legs. He's also able to do it with his his arm as well. Yeah. So i um, really intrigued to watch him this time. But yeah. Obviously, like most of us at Red Raider Nation, we we have the confidence in him to yeah. lead us on, in this game, and and you know I wouldn't be shocked if at the end of the day he has 400 yards and something and carries you to an, to another crazy victory. It's it was just kind of amazing of, that he threw the ball like 58 times. I don't have it right. Yeah, it didn't anymore, feel like he threw a lot, man. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like it was a lot of quick passes, a lot yeah. of just trying to get the ball out because you didn't want their line to affect you too much, but. I really did like what I saw from him despite the three picks. You know, you wish he kind of had a couple of those back, but ultimately did what you need to do to get the win. Let's see if he can do another performance like that. So what else do you think we need to see from this offense to, that would help us pull off this upset? Yeah, the run game, um, Brooks was kind of hot but never had a big play, bust open. Um, like I said, maybe that's because that defensive line of Houston was so good. So – I think we match up really well with them uh, in this yeah. in this game. So I think if Kitley can make some adjustments, I thought maybe he got stumped a little bit in that second half, or maybe it was just the the turnovers. It's just a bad opportune times. Uh, maybe he was making good moves. So I'm not that worried to be honest. Yeah, I, I was 
a little skeptical of him, but when I went and rewatched, yeah, the, I think it needs to rewatch. The offense was moving the ball pretty well most of the times. It was just kind of you know a sack here or there or opportune uh, stuff. Uh, yeah, timing. Yeah, just this or but the ball was constantly moving. You know, um, and, and so we were able to get the ball out there, there to your playmakers. So yeah, I think the running game is going to be a key though because. You know, Sir Roderick wasn't really able to get going. Taj had to really work for his. I was kind of surprised to see he had 80 yards. It felt yeah. like he wasn't able to get that much, but you just had to work every single time that they got the ball uh, just to, you know, get five yards or something like that. So you hope that you're able to create a little more lanes for them to run, uh, get them out in space, because that's where they really succeed is, is getting out on one-on-ones yeah. and stuff like that. So um, I, I expect uh, big showings from them this week or, or you know, attempts to really get them going early uh, and often in that one. So now let's switch our focus to the other side of the ball. The defense was really impressive Saturday. Yeah. Uh, was the side of the ball that I think won you the game. Uh, they were just consistent throughout. The only way Houston really got back into that was, like you said, their offense giving them basically those – you know, gave them the pick six through the interception that put them in field goal range. Other than that, uh, their your defense was very solid. So, what do you expect from them in this game after you know forcing two turnovers and, and really making a lot of plays? I expect week? a lot more out of them this game, like going than I was you know before the season started. That's before we knew what they were and on the field. Yeah, uh, because. I feel like Houston had a little more weapons than NC State's bringing to the party here. Yeah. Like, the, yeah, so the, let's, let's seeing the receiver stats, so. I'm like, meh. They so, don't yeah, have a guy like Tank on Houston on this team. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Like we said, they are, their leading receiver has 72 yards. Their running back has 149 yards and just one TD. And so far, Larry's thrown for 449 yards. And five TDs, which is he solid. Only, they numbers, only played but, some of those starters. Only played like half, first half or so of that right. last game. But still, I want. I feel like nothing jumped off the screen. We're going to play Devin Leary in this game. I wonder if like yeah. we're going to pressure him a lot or kind of give him the Clayton Tune like spy treatment because we're not as worried about the receivers. Um, we just are going to try to stuff the run, which we did really well against Houston, and then see how we can pressure or contain Devin Leary and see if any receivers can make plays. Like, I think it's a better opportunity than what we had against Houston, honestly. And we played them very well. Yeah. We had tune uncomfortable that whole game. And I, I think you can do the same here. Like it, it was very organized pressure. Now, Leary's it's not like a lot better than tune. <laughs> Let's say yeah. that. Yeah, he should be. Um, but, you know, he only had two sacks against Houston, but you got a lot of pressure. It felt like you, you really got him uncomfortable, got him out of the pocket to where, you know, he really wasn't good when he was on the move having to throw the ball. And so uh, I haven't watched enough of Leary to know what he's like out of the pocket, but I definitely think you've got the talent on defense to really contain this offense. I mean, uh, nothing, I what I saw when I watched them play ECU, it was nothing inspiring. Uh, of course, I only caught, you know, glimpses of that game, but, it's definitely I've I, I've really loved what I've seen from our defense so far this season, um, and, and I'm really impressed by the coverage. I mean, we we talked about the two broken plays that they had in that first game, yeah. uh, that busted coverage. They they gave up one big play, and you could you know you know I talked about how uh, uh, Tank kind of pushed off to gain some separation there, but other than that, like 
they they weren't beating you through the air. Dude, they fly to the football too. Like it's never one person yeah. makes an tackle. It's two or three of them, and then four of them waiting there, like at their feet. Like there's a lot of them swarming to that football, and that's good to see. Yeah, it's definitely one of those defenses where it, they make you have to beat them. Like you're you're not gonna big play us really. Yeah. You're gonna have to uh, drive down the field, make plays after play after play, uh, and. You know, so far, teams have not been able to do that. So uh, I feel really encouraged at what I've seen so far. And and like we've talked about many times, nothing on this North Carolina State offense really jumps off the screen that I'm going like, oh, my gosh, we can't we're not going to be able to defend that. So feeling pretty good about that side of the ball, uh, both sides totally. of the ball as we head into this game. So let's get into some predictions, Dustin. Um, So prediction time you have any offensive predictions for this game uh, any players that you're kind of looking for any uh, things you've got for the offensive side of the ball I think our running backs gonna kind of dominate this one similar like they did first game I guess and they're gonna go for three combined touchdowns out of that backfield okay. between Surrod and Brooks so that's what I'm hoping for out of those those guys we're gonna do a running back trio of touchdowns Okay. I like that. I'm going with this is the Miles Price breakout game. He's uh, kind of been kept in check so far this season. Hasn't seen a whole lot of target share. Did have the one big play against Houston that uh, got the touchdown. But I think this is going to be a big game. I think he's going to see a lot of target share. Uh, and because if we're going to have to be horizontal, he's that kind of player that you want to get the ball into his hands and see what he can do. Um, I think we've been kind of strategic with the, how we've been using him, and maybe this is the game that we kind of unleash him uh, and kind of show the nation what this guy is. He had too much hype preseason to uh, not get shown off, so uh, I feel like this will be the Miles Price breakout game. I got him over 100 yards, and I, and I, find, I think he'll get into the end zone again for another touchdown, so that's going to be my offensive prediction. Um, Dustin, defensive side of the ball. Last week, you predicted that we were going to have two turnovers. We did. Yes. We got the two turnovers through fumble and interception. Do you have any defensive predictions this week? I might have predicted this on the podcast too, but I was like, this is going to be the Tyree Wilson game. I'm going to call it again until it happens. Yeah. <laughs> keep going he, back. Re, rewatching, he, he, he definitely had a pretty good impact on yeah, the game. He's got uh, the impact. I think he's going to get the numbers yeah. this game. Nobody's. For Tyree Wilson, let's go two sacks. Two sacks for Tyree Wilson. I like that prediction. I'm going to copycat what you did last week. I think we get two more turnovers this game, um, whether that be fumble, whether that be interceptions. I think um, we've we've been there. Uh, there was a couple times we had chance for picks last game that we, uh, you know, dropped some passes. So I think this week we'll be on the ball and get a couple turnovers. Uh, that'll help keep us in the game. So score prediction now, Dustin. Uh, what do you have as a score prediction for us? Well, this now, like, this one was kind of hard. After last week, I was hoping for, like, 49 points. I was really high on Keely right. and the offense after the first game. I think I'm going to back off a little bit on that <laughs> on that number, um, especially playing another good good defense, top 15-type team here. I'm going to yeah. go Tech wins this one. All right. 35-31. Okay. I like it. I like it. I've got us uh, 31-28. 31-28 is what I've got. So I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. 
I think the offense is going to be able to move the ball kind of at will like it was at Houston. Might be hard capitalizing on some things, uh, but ultimately sure. able to uh, get the win in a close one. Uh, move to 3-0 and after upsetting two ranked teams in NC State on the road. So that leads us to our shot bets for this week. All right, so shot bets for this week. Of course, Texas Tech is always our shot bet if we are playing. So Texas Tech versus North Carolina State, and North Carolina State is a 10.5-point favorite. Well, you just heard our predictions there, so that means uh, me and Dustin are both going to take the Texas Tech Plus ten and a half. Right. I, I think that's an easy one. I, I like. You're playing the number. Yeah, I, give me all those points. Yeah. I just don't see us leaving there losing by double digits. So I, I think if we lose, it'll be a close game. Um, if we win, it'll be a close game. So I just don't know how that one. I think that will come down by the time the game starts uh, on Saturday. I figure it might be more in like seven and a half, eight point range, totally. but. Starting off at 10.5, so we're going to hammer that for the Texas Tech side. Um, but, of course, now that the NFL is back in action, that means we're doing an NFL shot bet. Uh, so uh, our shot bet for this week, Chargers versus Chiefs in Ooh, Thursday night football action. Uh, Chiefs are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, so, Dustin, I will kick it over to you. Uh, who do you got winning this or? I'm still going to take the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes looked amazing last week. And Keenan Allen is out with a hamstring injury for the Chargers. Yeah, I loved what I saw from the Chiefs last week. Um, I'll touch base on that a little bit more in my uh, final shot. But, yeah, I'm going to ride with the Chiefs. I just I feel like they're clicking already at the start of the season. I expect this to be a good game, but I do expect the Chiefs to be able to uh, pull it out, maybe win by a touchdown, cover that three and a half. Yeah. So uh, there you have it, our shot bets this week. Me and Dustin are both going Texas Tech and the Chiefs to win. A recap of our shot bets from last week. Last week we had Texas Tech minus two and a half against Houston. Uh, we got it very early on in the week, and so we were able to cover that with the Texas Tech three-point victory. Uh, thin margin there, but hey, a win is a win. Uh, but our NFL shot bet pick did not go so well as we both had the Cowboys and that went uh, not well at all. Uh, they stink. The Cowboys who scored the least amount of points in week one they out pooped. of all the NFL teams. So uh, good job, Cowboys. They and that's Cowboys. So, yeah. So uh, good luck to the Cowboys the rest of the way. But those are our shot bets. Be on the lookout on Twitter for those. Uh, we'll get that, you know, those out on Twitter. So join in, let us know what you're taking. And if you lose, pay off that shot bet, either with a video, a photo, or just tweet at us, letting us know that you paid off your shot bet. So uh, with all of that, Dustin, we'll kick it over to you for this week's final shot. What do you got? Yeah, I got Red Raider in the MLB. Yes, sir. Josh Young, former Texas Tech third baseman. Made his MLB debut for the Texas Rangers last Friday night. And in his first at bat, went yard. Took him deep, cranked it. Didn't get under it enough to go super far, but he drilled it. And then on Monday night, another one right down the middle and nailed it out in that Florida Marlins Stadium too. So he's already got two home runs in less than four days. So good job for Josh Young hitting bombs down in Arlington. 
Yeah, you just can't undersell how crazy that is. Like you growing up playing baseball, like every kid's dream is like your first at bat in the majors to hit a home run. And to do that, your very first at bat, your parents there. Of course, he's, you know, playing for the Texas Rangers, a lot of tech fans in the stadium. It was it was really cool. Yeah, a lot of you're right. A lot of tech fans in the stadium. His dad was up in there. It also says a lot about him for like getting up, getting called up this kind of early with how many injuries he's dealt with because he's only been yeah. there for like three years and he's had some big time injuries for like two of them so like to still power through that and get called up this early is a pretty solid deal yeah. for it in an mlb guy but yeah every all the tech fans we were ready for this one we've had pitchers make it but it, it's been a long time since we've had like a position player uh, you know make it and we've had a lot of hopes riding on josh and been waiting and waiting and waiting for this day and so for him to get up there hit a home run on his first at bat was just really cool uh tech twitter was on fire after that as well so it was just one of those other nights that was just really cool to be a part of that and just kind of seeing everybody's reactions so congrats to josh young uh and what on the start of what's going to be a great mlb career Hell for yeah. you uh, my final shot is uh the texas tech former quarterback Patrick Mahomes facing off with his former coach and Cliff Kingsbury. And, you know, I just want to shout out Cliff Kingsbury and what a great guy he is. He felt so bad for all the (laughs) losses that he caused Patrick Mahomes in college that he decided to just give Patrick Mahomes and the chief, the week one victory. They didn't even try. They were just there. They, you know, they just participated uh, let the Chiefs dominate them, forty-four to twenty-one. Patrick Mahomes throws for five touchdown passes. Uh, so thanks for showing up, Cliff. Thanks for hooking up your boy Patrick Mahomes with the victory. <laughs> what a guy! What a guy he is. Dustin, anything that you wanted to say about that game? Nope. Mahomes looked great. Five easy touchdowns, and then somehow he was only rated like the sixth or seventh best quarterback of this of that last week yeah, whatever. be better Mahomes come on you got to be better than that you gotta throw for seven touchdowns but yeah I just you know wanted to you know, point out that game that was like my final shot last week so enjoyed watching Mahomes do that did not enjoy having to watch the end of the Colts Texans game in order to get to the Chiefs Cardinals game but nonetheless uh it was a pretty epic performance from Patrick Mahomes but That will do it for us this week here at Tailgate Talks. This was our NC State recap. Catch us next week where we will be reviewing this game and everything that happened on Saturday with it and previewing Texas next week. So uh, once again, appreciate y'all for hanging out with us and listening and make sure you are following us on Apple and on Spotify. And as always, giving the Tailgate that five-star rate and if you listen to us on apple hit us with that review also follow us on our social media accounts follow us on twitter at tailgate underscore talks we're also on facebook and on instagram and make sure you're giving our youtube channel a follow as we're posting lots of videos clips from each week's show interviews and our tailgate crashing recap so we'll post that one later on this week but Uh, We enjoyed getting to discuss the Houston win this week and previewing a big game against number 16 in C-State. That'll do it for us this week.